The following program contains mature subject matter not suitable for young viewers and graphic images that may be disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, everyone. It is still Friday, 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 which means it's a two-foot Friday. Doesn't sound good as two for Tuesday. It's another double-headed episode of Wee Wild Woman and the Fat Man Farmer. I am the Fat Man Farmer. And I'm Wee Wild Woman. Who's talking with her mouth full? Sorry, I was eating a cheese it So, we are on our way home from Indy today. So, after we visited our friend Amy at Habitat for Humanity, where we got a smoking deal on two powered reclining sofas for $375. Now, granted, these are used, but they looked brand new. Would you say they looked brand new? Yeah. Fairly new. There weren't rips or scratches or stains on them. They didn't smell. And these are normally about $3,000. We got them for $375. So how's that for being related to We Wild Woman? You get smoking deals from people that you know. How did you get the deal from being related to me? Because they love you there and they gave you a discount. Anyway, then we went to another one of our favorite stores. Well, my favorite store, which is Gordon's Food Service. And we scored 80 pounds of boneless, skinless chicken for, well, it was two boxes. Two 40-pound boxes. And each box was forty-six fifty. So that's pretty damn close to a dollar a pound. Right now, boneless, skinless chicken in the store is right around $3 a pound. So that's one hell of a deal. We'll be eating a lot of chicken in our future. All right, so enough about the deals and where we've been and what's been going on. We're going to talk about things that piss we wild women off, which there's a lot of them, and she's very opinionated about most of them. So what do you think about litter boxes in government schools? Why the fuck would there be litter boxes in public schools? Okay, so if you don't know, some schools are allowing kids to identify as furries. So they identify as cats and dogs. They're allowed to wear ears and tails in the building, and the staff are not allowed to address it or say anything about it. So now they started putting litter boxes in the bathrooms, and kids are actually using these things. What the you, fuck? You, nobody can see your face when you're making these grotesque and face of shock and awe. So, not really amused by that. Why? Like I said, they identify as furries. Now, I don't know about most of you, but... My cats and dogs don't go to school. They don't, you know, yes, the cats sleep inside, but they sure as shit don't have Xbox and Wi-Fi and designer clothes and things like this. So if you're going to say you're a furry, I guess you need to sleep outside and you don't get a bed and you get cat food. I mean, that's my opinion. I mean, really, you're going to identify as an animal? Yeah, that does make no sense. So, does this, this is your money that's being extorted. I mean, granted, you don't pay property taxes, so it's our taxes, but, well, you 
will when you end up owning the, the property, has to go and pay for these kinds of things going on in the school. So you are forced to pay for that kind of, quote, education in the government school system. Which government school system is bullshit? Okay, we're going to... Re- let's do another warning, because you, you said we're going to try and, and, and use less profanities, even though this is a kind of a poke-the-bear show. Dave and Buster's? Oh. Yeah, something shiny. We were driving by the Greenwood Park Mall, and there's a Dave and Buster's there. I can say I've never been to a Dave and Buster's. Me either. Anyway, so, you think that that's fair, that that money is going to pay for those kinds of things? No! Why Why is the money being wasted on useless shit like that? Use a toilet, because you're a fucking human being. You're not a cat. You're not a dog. So what do you think about some of the things that they're teaching at government school. I know you've never been to a government school, but some of them are saying that the schools and staff know more than parents do, and the school is the authority and not the parents. If you know so much, how can you teach me to do taxes? How can you teach me to drive? Hmm? 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 Some schools do teach you how to do drive. They have driver's education. Do they teach you how to do taxes? Most of them do not. And that's a, an important life skill. Knowing how to do your taxes. Now, do you think... Okay, so you're in... Technically, you are in a, quote, public school, because anybody can go. And it's not a traditional brick-and-mortar school. But some of the things you are required to learn, you know, are the same. So your social and emotional learning for middle school... Yeah gives you the heebie-jeebies. Why do you not like social and emotional learning? First off, it says middle school learning, so this is meant for middle school. Technically, you're supposed to be in middle school. Alright, so there's one argument down. Also, why do we have to be so polite? Well, you have to be so nice to people so they can be your friends. The world isn't all puppies and kitties and rainbows. Okay, well, I don't know what's in your class, so you know you have to explain to me. I know what you have to take it. So you're, they teach you that you have to be nice to everybody. You have to be nice to everybody. You have to respect their feelings. You have. Why do you have to respect their feelings? So if someone says they're offended by something you say, you have to respect that. Supposedly. There's no being supposedly. Supposedly. You get that from your mother. Anyway. So you have to respect their feelings. Because you have to be kind to them. Now, is there anything wrong with being kind to people? Am I going to be kind or nice to somebody who picks on somebody for no absolute reason at all other than to be mean? No, I'm going to be mean back to them. You pick on me, I will pick on you back. If you can start a fight. You're going to start harassing me with work? I'm going to start harassing you. Quit eating while you're trying to talk. Oh, whatever. I'm hungry. I asked you if you wanted to stop for lunch. Can I have better food at home? So you're hangry is what you're saying. Yes! Hangry, if you didn't listen to the last episode, is when you're so hungry you become angry about everything. What a perfect time to poke the bear. So, okay, something else that I know that pisses you off... 
not being able to have a bank account with a debit card. So, you were told when you started We Wild Woman Enterprises that you were not allowed to have a bank account because you started amassing money and you wanted to be able to buy things online which required a debit card. Oh my lord, they took this entire field and turned it into condos. This all used to be cornfield like not too long ago. Corn and bean fields and now there's like lots and lots of condos and apartments. Like two years ago. Good grief. Sorry, something shiny again. Anyway, so we went to the bank to try and get you a bank account and they were told you are not allowed to have one at your age. So what do you think about that? Well, I have a business. Why can't I have a bank account? They said that their policy was that you have to sign contracts in order to have a debit card. You could get a bank account, but you couldn't get a debit card. And you couldn't get a business account, but you could get a private account. So they denied you a business account, even though you have a business license, because you are not old enough to sign documents. So you're old enough to have a business, but you're not old enough to have to sign a document for a debit card to spend your own money. Is this what Elon Musk had to go through? I don't know. He started a game. He created his own game when he was a kid. I don't know. Maybe that's something you should research. I, I would probably say yes. I think his mom probably ended up... She helped him a lot during the earlier years. So I'm going to guess she may have gotten him a bank account through her. Which I could do, but I don't want my social security number tied to you because of my argument with the IRS. Sorry, it's not an argument. It's a disagreement. You're quiet, so... You started talking and you didn't ask any questions. Oh, so it's like an interview, so I have to ask you questions. Well, what was I supposed to say after the IRS thing? I don't know. What do you mean by the IRS? What is the IRS? The department of making you sad? It's one of them. It's the tax department. Internal Revenue Service. So, they call it the Internal Revenue. Revenue meaning making money, which the government actually doesn't make any money. They, they only take they, money. Yeah, they steal money. Well, is it Techni stealing? Technically, it is. They're taking your money. Do you have a choice in it? Yeah, you don't, really. It's either that or you go to prison. Ah, shit. I missed our turn because I'm talking. Stop, bitch! <laughs> I thought it needed to be in a different lane, but obviously not. So, we're going to have to do another loop-de-loop -loop and turn around somewhere. Anyway, so, you, you say the government steals your money? Yes, because, A, you give them their money, or you go to prison. And isn't that how robbery, give me all your money, or I shoot you? That's robbery. What you're thinking of is extortion. Give us your money, or something bad will happen to you. Mm-hmm. Which is what robbers do, isn't it? Pretty much. So, okay. Can't, so, what they'll tell you is, taxes are the price we live to pay to live in a civilized society. Do you see where we're having a civilized society? This is not civilized. Our society is probably, probably way from that. So, what they'll tell you is, well, then you need to vote for your politicians to change the tax laws. You, being a minor, 
can't vote. So how mm-hmm. does that help you? Should you be required to pay taxes as a minor if you don't have the ability to vote to change the people who are making the laws? Exactly. No, that was a question. Do you think you should? Should be able to what? Do you think you should have to pay taxes if you can't vote for the I people don't think who are I make- should be able should be paying taxes then. If I can vote to change laws. But what you do I- use some of the services. What are the services? The roads. How is the government gonna transport their money? Electronically. Well if a hacker hacks into the system to steal it from Oh, you're being a little far fetched. What's preventing it from doing it now? Mm-hmm. So what they say is that you need to pay taxes for roads and for this and that. But then they turn around and give all your money, not all of it, they give lots of money to other countries who don't pay taxes and we get nothing in return. And, and our roads are still shit. I will agree as we're driving a road filled with potholes that will probably damage tires, axles, and suspension of the truck. So... Some of the taxes you get go to the roads, or they take goes to the roads. But there's fees and fines for everything, so we have to pay for license plates to put on the truck. We have to pay for gas taxes to fix the roads. We have to pay for a license tax to have a license for your vehicle. You have to pay sales tax on your vehicle. We're lucky we don't have the inspection tax as well. Some Uh, states, you have to go for a safety inspection on your vehicle and pay for it, and then they ticket you if they find things that are wrong, like you have a turn signal out, or your car puts out too much um, pollution, or, you know, your, um, what is it, some other, your seat belts, or, or different things that are wrong with your vehicle that they will tax you or fine you. And you have to have an annual inspection. So that's basically taxing you for everything you do. I'm surprised they haven't taxed people for breathing yet. They're trying to. Carbon tax. What the fuck? So they're saying how much carbon you put out into the atmosphere, basic on how your habits are, so if you drive a lot or whatever, you need to pay a higher tax and somehow this tax is going to reduce the global uh, greenhouse gas emissions. I'm not making this up. I'm just relaying it to you so that you understand. So you breathe out carbon dioxide. Everything that you do creates carbon dioxide. But I'm going to guess, well, there are supposed to be green credits. So if you do certain green activities planting trees or give money to certain organizations who do things. Give us money and we will take off your taxes. Yeah, pretty much. That's what corporations do. Give me money and we'll then give you, make take this little bit of money off of your taxes. Pretty much. So, since you've never had a a real job. I mean, you have a real job. Working on the farm is a real job. But I mean a job where you go somewhere and work for somebody else. So when you do that, they will take out of your paycheck um, roughly 35% of your check 
comes out in taxes before you ever get it. And you want to take more money? It's like, let's take half this without them knowing. Now let's take more now that they've actually got well, the money. So let's just say you work in a regular job. What is a regular job? Like going, like you work at Dunkin' Donuts or you work at McDonald's or something. You're saying that because you just Yes, because that's the thing I see. And it's easy to come up with it's something that I see real easily. Oh, Jesus. What is the deal? Now this road's closed for construction. What the fuck? I can't go anywhere. Yeah, this is why I hate Indy. Jesus. Every freaking road is closed for construction. All right. And you wonder why you have a potty mouth. Driving with me is going to give you a potty mouth. Yeah. Anyway, so like, all right, back to the the whole taxes. So if you work at a regular job, they will take thirty five percent, roughly, out of your check before you even see it, and you can't do anything about it. So it's not like you get to not pay this amount. It doesn't even come to you. It goes directly from your employer. Take it out of your check, and it goes to the government. So they're basically stealing money from you without you knowing. No, you know about it. You have to do it. You have to, you know, that's just part of it. You'll see it on your check, and they show you how much they take out. Here, we took all this money from you, and you can't do anything. Pretty much. So let's see what, I'll tell you about some of the taxes they take. They take federal tax, which is to the federal government. Then they'll take state tax, which is to your state government. Then they'll take county tax, which is to your county government. Then they take Medicare and Medicaid tax, which if you have your own insurance, you're paying for other people to have medical care. So, wait, 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 there's more. So here, I'll give you some examples. So it's Medicaid, Medicare tax, which you pay for other people. Or supposedly when you get older, and you don't have insurance anymore, they'll, you can use it then. Then they take social security tax, which is supposed to be a forced retirement so that you're supposedly paying for your retirement down the road. However, there are right now five point something people, like 5.3 people, I think is what the number is, taking money out of the social security fund for every one person putting money in. So, one minus five is how much? Can you take five away from one? No, you can't. It goes into the negatives. Exactly. So that means the money that you're paying out will not be there when you get it as an adult because it's paying out more than is going into it. It's called a, a Ponzi scheme. So that means that everybody's taking more money out than they ever put in. And that's also because of inflation. So what somebody put in, let's say somebody put in $100,000 when they were going through life, they're now pulling out a million dollars because of inflation, how much medical care costs and retirement costs now from when they went in. Does that make sense? So the dollar is worth less than it was when they started. So that means they have to take out more money now than when they put in. If you were to take that same money that the government takes against your will and put it into some sort of savings or investment, Bitcoin, you would get more money out of it than the forced government retirement plan. 
have to do it. There's you can't out out of it. It's out of your check. So why the fuck do we have to do it? Because they tell you it's the law. They well, write you, the laws. Remember? Are they just trying to take more and more money? Oh shit! Our people are getting more money. Which makes this thing so you have to do it, and we'll just let them take out of that. So, yep. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So going back. So there's social security tax. There's healthcare. Um, oh, and if you your company offers you insurance, so like medical insurance, that comes out of your check too, but that's a private insurance versus government insurance. So then you are paying for your own medical care, and you're forced to pay for other people's medical care because they don't have money or they're too old. So you're being forced into charity to other people. Seems and fair, you don't right? ever see the government doing a whole lot of no, they just steal from you and claim it's charity. Because mm-hmm. you don't want sick people everywhere and you don't want kids going hungry, do you? You have to contribute so that they'll have something. Uh, maybe if you had better health care or better, like, food or better freaking everything, you would fucking have all this shit. So you want to have this steal. The government doesn't produce anything. Yeah. Remember... Because the government needs to rely on everybody else because they can't do jack shit. So, what animal in the world doesn't produce anything but takes from something else? Humans. No, we produce stuff. What? Parasites. Parasites take from the host and give nothing back. So, essentially, government are parasites, aren't they? Actually, they are. So, alright, so we, we've gone through that. So that's, I think there may be, I, it's been a while since I've been in a regular job. So we'd have to look at mommy's check to see what else they take out. There's life insurance, which she pays for if something were to happen to us or her, that we get money um, to, to take care of us kind of thing. She pays extra on that. Um, there may be one or two other taxes that I can't remember off the top of my head that come out. Since I don't have the paperwork in front of me. So let's just say 35% of your taxes are taken out as soon as you get your check. Now, let's look at all the things that are taxed after you get your check. You have property tax. And if you don't own property, then your landlord has to pay the property tax. And you're paying that through your rent. So you're paying property tax one way or another. So that's more money that you don't get to spend. Then you have sales tax, which not every state has sales tax. And in our area, here's a good one. You'll like this. So in our county, which is pretty far away from Indy, I think is like a 7% sales tax. So everything you buy except for food is taxed at 7%. Now, if you live close to Indy or in the surrounding counties, you have to pay an additional, I think it's 5% tax, to pay for the stadium for the Colts and for the uh, Pacers, so the, the professional basketball teams. So these players and the people who own the teams make millions of dollars each year, but yet all of the people around here have to pay for their stadiums to play in. Why do we have to pay for their stadium? Because they say it's an economic benefit. Economic that, my ass! 
So, well, let me finish. So, they're saying that because these teams are here, all these other businesses like hotels and restaurants and stuff are in business to support, you know, people who come to see these games. So, they say, the team say, if you don't pay for our stadiums, we're going to take the team and go to another place. So, what they did was they raised a tax, they put a law in that said anyone in Marion County has to pay this, and anyone who does any, who, um, in the surrounding counties have to pay an extra fee. Aren't, for the, the, aren't the Colts basically for the Indiana State? They're the Indianapolis Colts. We don't have a state team. So, what, you're, what I'm saying is, that's an additional tax to pay for something that you're not using and you don't care about. Yep. Then you have gasoline tax, which some of that is federal, some of that is state, and some of that is local. So I am paying extra money for gas? Yes, for taxes. And then, on top of that, um, I'm going to say with the gas tax... It goes to the federal, state, and local tax. You pay at the pump more money in taxes than the gas. So the gas itself costs less than the taxes that you're having to pay on the gas. What the fuck? You have to use gas to go places, and they say that that's needed for roads and infrastructure and bridges and things, yet our infrastructure, our highways, and our building or our bridges and things are so far out of compliance that they have lots of issues. Yeah. So where's the money going? Now, if they would build quality things and say that they must last X number of years, they would probably have better roads. It might cost more, but they would last longer. Mm -hmm. But instead, they are meant to start falling apart. So these same builders you know, who put in the roads, who do the construction, get to keep making more money because they have to keep putting in new roads or repairing the roads or doing this. So it's a constant influx of money by building them crappily, shittily, poorly, which word, whatever word you want to use. So they intentionally build them at the very edge of what the qualifications need to be, knowing full well that they'll deteriorate in so many years and get another contract to build them. And the government contracts are bid on by different builders. So like, you might have ten people or ten companies bidding to repair this road that we're on. And the government typically goes, who's the lowest bid? And the lowest bid, usually they cut corners and cut costs by different ways so, to make more money. So, you're paying for the roads and the taxes. Now wait, there's more. In order to drive on this road, you have to have a license, a driver's license, which you have to pay for every four years. So every four years, they get more money to reissue a license to drive on the roads. Now, you don't get tested to make sure that you know how to drive. You don't get any kind of... I thought you did need to get tested so you can drive. The first time. Not every time after that. They don't test your eyes. They do test your eyes to make sure you can still see. Um, but for the most part, you go in there, you give them your money, and you get your new license. 
every four years you got to pay more money to drive on the roads that you already pay for. So you have to get permission to drive on the roads that you pay for. But wait, there's more. You have to get license plate stickers every year to register your car so the government knows where your cars are and who they belong to. So that's another tax. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Here's more on the road tax. When you buy tires, you have to pay additional tax for the tires to be on the road. Then you have to pay a tax for a disposal fee for the tires. So just drive on the road. You're taxed at least six or seven times. Oh, wait. There's sales tax when you buy a vehicle. There's a tax when you transfer a vehicle to somebody else who owns it. So like if I were to buy this car new, I have to pay sales tax. When I sell it to, let's say, you, you have to pay sales tax on it. So you're taxed twice on the same thing that you've already bought. Why? Because that's what the law says. And every time it changes hands, they have to pay a tax on it. Let's tax people for absolutely dog shit that isn't worth it. Because we like money. Okay, so that's just some of the taxes. You've got property tax, you've got sales tax, you've got road tax. Um, let's see. So your cell phone, I know you don't pay the bill currently, but there is a tax there to pay for other people who don't have cell phones. Why do we have to pay for other people's cell phones? Because they may need a cell phone and they don't have money for one. Get a job. Maybe they can't work. Why? Maybe they're disabled. Maybe there's no jobs in their area. Maybe they have kids and they can't get a job because they have to watch the kids. I don't know. There's lots of reasons. People just don't want to work. I think for anybody who... there, There's always a job opportunity for somebody. They just may not want to do it. Yeah, they just don't want to do it. I mean, work. people can read to kids if you can't go to places. You can be online and different things. Oh, yeah, there's an online tax, too. Um... So with your cell phone, there is a tax for that. Then there is a tax for 911 as well. So what? When, yeah. So when you call 911 from your phone, it GPS locates you. So you have to pay a tax for that service as well. Because when people stopped using house phones and went to cell phones, they didn't have to pay that tax. So the taxes that usually went to fund those things dried up. So they came up with a new tax to put it on cell phones to keep the 911 services alive. So, now here's one. So, all these different taxes are different ways that they're taking money from you. So, in the end of your money that you get from going to work, you get taxed on 65% of it. So, you're only bringing home cash that you can spend 35% of your pay. So, for every $1 you earn at your job you get 35 cents to spend on other things. What the fuck? So, that's the world that you live in today. Other countries, it's even worse. But they do it differently. So, like, I think Sweden is like a 50-something percent tax or more. So, I think they're taxed more than they bring home right off the bat. But they don't have all of these extra fees and, like, hidden taxes that really are taxes, but they don't try to claim them as taxes. So, like, your driver's license. They don't need that. And some of those kinds of things. 
but you have to pay for all those government people that do nothing. So, like, when we go to some of the government buildings to get, like, your license and, and these kind of things, you see all those people standing around doing nothing, that's where some of your taxes go. Now, to be fair, some people actually work for the government and doing a good job. Like what? So, like, your 4-H leaders, they work as um, probation processing or something like that. So I don't remember their exact titles, but they work for the government. So when people get released from jail or prison, sometimes they have to be on probation, which means they're not in jail, but they're not 100% free either. So they have to maybe go in for drug tests, or they have to only be able to go to work, to the grocery store, and home. They can't go to bars and do all these things. So they have to be tracked and monitored. So aren't those ankle bracelets? Those are when you're under house arrest. Not all people are under house arrest. Sometimes probation is you just have to go check in, say that you still have a job, you know, go for a urine test that you're not using drugs and these kinds of things. There's lots of different things. But some of your money goes for those people. Now, those are local taxes. And sometimes when you get, like, a speeding ticket, the actual fine for speeding may only be $15. But they put all of these other fees and taxes with it, and it comes out to your, you know, if you're speeding, say, 10 miles over the speed limit, it's a $120 what the ticket. Fuck? Yeah. So $15 may be the actual fine. The rest of it go for other things that have nothing to do with you speeding. Court fees, probation fees, training fees for the police officers, um, maintenance fees for the police vehicles. You're paying for all that. To their defense, where do you think all that money would come from to do all those things? If it weren't for taxes. I can see where if somebody's doing something and it's fees and fines for doing wrong, that that money goes there. But here's the problem. What if nobody's doing anything wrong? You don't have any money to pay for those services. But if nobody's doing anything wrong, you don't need some of those services, do you? Yeah. So, they find ways to get money to come in. So that's parking tickets, speeding tickets, seatbelt tickets. Yeah, you get a, a a fine for not wearing your seatbelt in a vehicle. But you don't even see police, a whole bunch of police cars sitting there. And how would they even tell if your car has tilted windows? There's actually a, a, a law on how tinted your windows can be. Then why do the president get all black windows? Because he's the president? I don't know. Remember, government is above the law. You have to do what they say, not what they do. I know. Isn't it great? Alright, so. You think that, you know, that's just the taxes pieces of it. There's so many other things. Oh man, there's the giant hole. So, we're driving around 465 in Indy on the south side. And one of the limestone quarries is over here. Ooh, it looks like they're filling it in. Yeah, which is sad. You can't see the big canyon area. So it's where Highway, the future Highway 69 is going to merge up with 465, and there is a giant hole for a quarry over here. And when you drive close by it, you can see Ooh, into it. The oh, there it is. It looks really cool. And then right. it's got a giant hill on it. So 
taxes pisses you off a little yourself. Oh, yeah, taxes are bullshit. So what about all the laws that really don't do anything that you're supposed to follow? So, like, for instance, you're not allowed to sell eggs from the farm without an egg license. Well, we are allowed to do it off the farm. Let's say we want to go to the farmer's market in Greencastle. You have to have a license to sell eggs. Why? Because that's what the law says. And here's the kicker. So, you have to have a license. But the government doesn't issue the license. A private entity does. So, the egg board, which is part of Purdue College... That's where you were going to go to a veterinary school. Purdue people are bullshit people, usually. Uh, you're just saying that to be mouthy. So your egg license, you tell them that you want to sell eggs. You pay them $75. They send you a booklet on how to handle eggs and how to grade eggs. So, you know, they're small, medium, large, extra large. And... The rules for selling them, you cannot reuse egg cartons. They have to be new egg cartons. How are they going to fucking know the difference? Because they have to be stamped. So if they have somebody else's logo or another farm's name on it, you can't use them. You have to have blank ones and put your name and farm info on it. Why? So people can track down where I live? Yep. So if they get a bad egg or something is wrong with it, they know where it came from. That's the reasoning. It's just easier to throw eggs at people for fun. But then you won't make any money on it. I can make a YouTube channel about throwing eggs at people. Alright, that's that. YouTube will take money off of that for taxes, too. So, if you get paid as a YouTube provider, they'll take taxes out of that. Oh, you can't or, taxes anywhere! Or they report you to the IRS that they gave you this money and then it's your job to pay the taxes. I despise the government. This is why they want everything digital so that they can track it even more. So if you start getting extra money coming into your account, they can track where it came from. Oh, I see you sold something. Why didn't you pay sales tax on it? Oh, I see you're making regular money on this. Why aren't you paying taxes on it? Okay, okay. You're the one doing this. I'm just explaining to you the world that you live in. Oh, wait. So here's another one. Do you see that hotel over there? Wood shop something? Yeah. They, well, when you stay there, you rent a room, right? Yeah. You have to pay taxes on that. Where the fuck do they pay taxes on a room? I always rent it. Okay, you're getting too loud, and I'm going to have to go edit all of the sound on it. So... Normal voice. Sorry. You have to pay sales tax on it. And then there's also a tax for a hotel tax. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm just telling you how it is. So we have to, like, pay taxes for every single thing. Pretty much. There's, there's very few things that you are not taxed on. Food is one, but 
the person who produces the food is taxed on the land, taxed on the gas that goes there, taxed on the labor that's being put in to grow it, taxed on the equipment that's used. I mean, all of the things that produce food is taxed, so they usually raise the prices to cover that tax. So, in essence, you are paying that tax, just not directly. And you're not told about it, too. Well, I mean, it's assumed. That's part of the operation. What does it cost to, let's say, okay, what does it cost to make one pound of beef? Well, you have to factor in. Part of that is your land tax. Part of that is taxes on your equipment that you have to use to move the animals and whatnot. Taxes on the processor that they pass on. So all these taxes are eventually passed on to the consumer. And so even things that are bought from overseas. So let's say you want to buy a new iPhone that came from China. There's import-export taxes that are on that as well. That's just rolled into the price. So literally you are taxed just about everything. So they want to tax us on breathing. So they're going to want to tax us on walking. They're going to probably soon try and tax us on Well, are you walking barefoot? Because you're paying sales tax on the shoes. I mean, you could make your own shoes, but where are you living? Very few places you can live for free. So, taxes is one of the, the bad things. Now, we talked about earlier about how, you know, all these rules. So, what about, like, we talked about the egg board and all of that kind of stuff. I'm kind of going back and forth because I'm trying to get off of the taxes that seems to be a very aggravating point. What about some of the rules that you have followed, like wearing a seatbelt? You are required to wear a seatbelt by law. And it's to, quote, for your own safety. Because they say that if you're in an accident and you're with a seatbelt on, you're able to control the vehicle more than if you were thrown about the vehicle and not wearing a seatbelt. So instead of saying, you know, you're in a crash and you weren't wearing your seatbelt, you have to pay a higher fee because you weren't in control of your vehicle like a fine. I mean, if you're dead, you can't pay it. So they do this as a way to make more money. If you don't turn your turn signal on in enough time before you turn, that's against the law and it's a ticket. What? Yep. If you have a headlight out on your vehicle, that's a ticket. If you have a taillight out, that's a ticket. If you don't come to a complete stop, that's a ticket. If you drive above the speed limit, that's a ticket. If what you... if it's just one above the speed limit? One mile? Technically, that's over. Still a ticket. Well, the cops have to go way over the speed limit to catch up to you. That's part of their job. They get to do that. Because they get to go up and over the speed limit. Don't do that voice when you're talking because it doesn't come through. So, now have you seen police cars going faster than us and they're not in pursuit? So their lights aren't on and they're not, you know, actively trying to take somebody and pull somebody over? Uh That should be illegal, but they don't go to jail for it because, again, government employees are above the law where you are not. 
Jesus Christ, dude, you are in the wrong lane. Dude is straddling two different lanes driving along. Wow. And this is why we hate coming to Indy, because everybody sucks. So, you know, in some places, you'll get a ticket because your grass isn't mowed. What the fuck? Okay. Volume and your tone. In Wingate, we get notices that if we don't cut our lawn, they're going to hire somebody to do it and charge us like $110 to have them mow our grass. Because they want it all to look a certain way, and they say it's a health and safety hazard for having tall grass. You are a town more than likely of a population under a thousand, more likely under two hundred. That's probably under two hundred. That doesn't change the fact that that's what they say is the law. You're also in the middle of nowhere. You don't have good stores anywhere nearby you. Doesn't matter. They say it's a health and. It can harbor pests and nuisance. That's what they tell us. You also can't have chickens. You're in the middle of nowhere, so... Well, they said that they don't want to be seeing livestock and chickens in the town, yet people park their combines and farm equipment in their front yards. Indeed. So, I'm just telling you some of these things. So, do you know what a homeowners association is? So, some subdivisions or little communities have extra laws on top of all the other laws. So, and when you move into this area, you know that, that there are extra laws and extra rules. Part of this, usually, sometimes they have, like, and you have to pay a fee extra to live in here, so it's an extra tax. They call it a fee, but really it's a tax. And that tax may go to paying somebody to plow the roads in your area. Even though it's city roads, they, you pay extra to have some private person to make sure that they're done. Or they may pay somebody to come mow your grasses and things. They do different things in different areas. But it's, as part of this, you're not allowed to paint your house unless they say it's okay. And the color. You're not allowed to pick bushes that don't they don't like. You're not allowed to have a garden sometimes. You're not, Why? Because those are the rules that they put in place. You can't leave your garage door open for so many hours. You can't park on the street. You can't park your car in your own driveway. Why can't I park my car in my driveway? Where because am I those are the to, rules. Where You're supposed am I to park it to... inside your garage. What if it closed. doesn't have a garage, dumbass? Well, then that would, must be they would have garages there, and that's why it's a rule. Maybe they don't have the rule in that place. But it's just an extra level of rules that people get put on them to live in these certain areas. Real world sucks, doesn't it? Yes, it does. So, here's one. So, they were turning away, they being hospitals, were turning around patients, people who were sick or needed medical care, because they were unvaccinated. So if somebody needed to have an operation, they were denied the ability to have the operation unless they were vaccinated. Why? Because that's what the hospital said were their rules. 
because they, quote, were to stop the spread of the coronavirus. Hit the door, guys. Saturation, dumbass. Get the vaccine, which that vaccine may potentially kill you despite whatever condition you have. So you had this happen when you had your appendix out. What? They potentially were going to stop you from having your operation when your appendix burst, which was life-threatening at that point, because you weren't vaccinated. And Mama brought up that you're under 12, even though you're the size of a 15-year-old, you're under 12 and no vaccines were approved at that time for somebody under 12. So they had to back off of it. But I was not allowed to visit you. You were only allowed to have one visitor at a time during this. What? So that's how bad things can be. How much control. So do you think we live in a free nation? No! We freaking left our home country because this was supposed to be a free country where we didn't have to deal with all the taxes on everything. Well, first off, we didn't leave anywhere. We were born here. Technically, the people who started this country came from another country to avoid the taxes. And what did they do? They became just like them. Oh, shit. I have been talking to you, and I completely missed our exit again. Yeah. So we have to do another detour. God damn it. <laughs> do not scream. Do not scream. See? Going down that rabbit hole, and I was all focused. Anyway, so do you think that we have freedoms here? No. Or do you think people in other countries have more freedoms than we do? More than likely. So in other countries, people can live on their land and don't have to pay taxes. They're called sub, uh, substance farmers, where basically they live off the land. They produce their own foods and all this, pay for their own stuff, and they don't have government intervention. So... Government controls every aspect of your life. I don't think that we can come up with a single thing that government's not involved in. Can you think of anything? You going to pee? No, I'm good. No, going to pee. Oh, they're involved in that. How? Well, let's see. You can't pee outside because that's public indecent exposure. So there's a law against that. Um, you cannot... You have to have a certain type of septic system on your property that has to be government inspected. You, if you go into a public utilities, so that means like you're on, like the people in town have to go through the water treatment center. They have to, um, the treatment center has to be government approved. And then all the connections from the houses have to be government approved. So you can't go pee without government involvement. You got something else? Uh, blinking. You can blink, but where are you living? What does that have to do with blinking? How about death? Government is involved in death as well. You cannot choose to end your own life. It's illegal. Why? Because the government says that's against the law. Suicide is illegal. Now, if you have a, a terminal illness, meaning you're going to die, there is no cure for what you have. 
and it may be some sort of disease where basically your muscles atrophy like muscle sclerosis or cystic fibrosis or some of these other ones where basically your body starts to fall apart and you no longer are in control of it you still can't end your own life why because the government says it's illegal look at all those pigeons over there <laughs> something shiny there's like 20 there they're all hiding from the rain so you know why because they make money on you as long as you stay alive. Taxes. That's my theory. I don't know why they make it illegal. But if you're dead, they can't collect property tax, sales tax, or anything else from you. And I feel like why the government and our economy sucks. Okay, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just telling you that they're involved in every aspect of your life. Okay, well, education. The government controls what's in going on in government schools. The teachers are not teachers. They're babysitters. The teachers are given what to teach, how to teach, what you can say, what you cannot say. So basically, these teachers who are required to have all this level of education really don't do anything to educate. They just regurgitate what the government plan already is there. They have a book that tells them they can read from the book and tell them exactly what they need to do, and that's it. There's there's no more to it. I'm starting to hate this board world more and more. Well, what are you going to do about it? Do you want to change it? Do you want to fight the system? Do you want to go somewhere else? Well, we have too much penny animals to go somewhere else true. You could always sell the animals and go somewhere else. Not something you want to think about? No. You're going to make me end up crying. I'm not trying to make you hopeless. I'm just saying there's ways around the system if you know what the system is. So if you know what they're trying to do and how they're trying to do it, you be creative and work around the system. So we're not allowed to sell pigs that are fed from what they call garbage, but it's food waste. Garbage is what the government says. That's what that's what they call it. So, like, for instance, we had a pallet of cereal that was expired. I mean, it's still good. It was still crunchy. But they were throwing it away. We're not allowed to give that to the pigs... And then sell those pigs to people. Why? They say it's illegal. Why? You're not allowed to feed waste to pigs. Food waste. And then sell the meat. Isn't that what corn technically is? No, corn is... It never was a product. So if you feed them corn, it's straight from the field meant for pig feed or animal feed. Whereas ours was meant for people, and people were not able to eat it, so then it was going to be trash. So they say that's illegal. The way we got around that was, people buy a feeder pig, so a baby pig, from us, and we raise it a certain way, and they are okay with the way we raise it. So instead of we're selling them a pig that's ready for butcher, we sell them a baby pig that we custom raise for them in a certain way. So they're paying for our 
skills and our time raising the pig versus selling them just the pig. See, for every rule the government has, there's a way around it. Which means you should always screw the government over when you always have a kid. You almost got the quote right. So that's a quote from Grandpa Wolf, which is, you have a moral obligation to screw the government every chance you can. And he was a World War II vet. So he was in a different generation than we were. The, the government that he grew up on is completely different than the one that we have today. So, um, you try to, we're driving by a uh, stock trailer and she's trying to look to see what's in it. True farm kid. It's more likely pigs with how short the trailer is. Um, it was a, no, that was one that could haul cows. It was a taller one. It's as tall as ours. It's shorter. I beg to differ. It's because we're sitting a lot higher in the truck. Anyway, as we drive back, this might be a longer episode because I've made two times I've missed my exit because I was talking too much. Mm-hmm. All right, so. You don't like taxes. There's ways around that. Mm-hmm. Be your own boss. Be your own boss that you're not having income taxes that the government takes automatically. And if you do your own taxes, there are creative ways to negate, meaning you don't have to pay, some of these taxes. Unfortunately, Mama works off the farm, so they take those taxes out of her check automatically. And it's a lot of money. But we run the farm... And anything that we make as profit from the farm, and anything that she, a lot of the money that she makes um, working off the farm goes back into the farm. So you got to think that raising our animals, we have to buy hay. Well, that's a write-off because we have to buy that and then feed that to the animals to make money. So the hay is a tax write-off. Using the truck to go back and forth to Indy to buy, or not buy, but to get feed for them, That's a write-off. The gas that we use is a write-off. The insurance for the time that we're using the truck for farm purposes is a write-off. So all those write-offs do is take the taxes that she owes away. And it basically negates it. Or it crosses it off. So they say we owe $100 because she made, you know, $1,000. Well, then we say, well, we bought hay, we bought this and this after the taxes were taken out. They're like, oh, well, we took out too much, and since you are using this as part of a farm, you don't have to pay those taxes. So what ends up happening is every year we get a tax refund because she has to pay so much taxes in her paycheck. And we use what's called... um, itemized deductions so like part of the home computer is used for our internet and marketing and things like that we're still on the right road right yes we are still on the right road thanks for checking so we use that to get out of tax and if your own your own boss you can make deals and transactions that the government doesn't know about so you make cash transactions so there's a guy who I listen to. The guy, you know the guy I listen to on my podcast? Mm-hmm. He says there's a... In those situations, anytime you make a sale, it's between you, the individual, and the fence post. And the fence post isn't going to talk. 
So if neither one of you talk about the sales transaction, it didn't really happen. And then the government doesn't need to know. So, we went with morals and ethics earlier on the last podcast. Do you think it's morally wrong to lie to the government about where you're getting money? I don't think it's wrong to lie to the government. Do you think they tell you the truth? No, they don't tell you don't tell me the truth, I won't tell you the truth. Do you think that everybody should pay their fair share quote of taxes? What's this mean that the government pays? Oh taxes? Jesus, why are we doing forty miles an hour and a seventy-five mile an hour? Sorry. Somebody is doing 40 miles an hour on the interstate, and all the traffic's going around us is like 75, 80, which is all speeding. But if everybody's speeding, then... It's not really speeding. We're going with the flow of traffic. Now, technically, did you know that if you drive too slow on the interstate, you could also get a ticket? Huh. You can get a ticket for going too fast and too slow. You get a buffer, like a you know, plus or minus a little bit. I mean, technically, will cops pull you over for five or ten miles over? It depends. If they need to make more tickets for that month, then they will. Which, many of them will say there is no ticket quota. But there is. So, police have to write so many tickets to make sure that they get enough money coming into the department to keep it funded. Alright, so remember I told you that they're paid for by property taxes and different taxes like that? I was using that instead of what the fuck. Okay. Okay, sorry. So you understand that they want to get a certain number of tickets written so that they have to charge these people so much extra money to be able to pay for the cars, for the overtime, for whatever. You know that some police officers have to buy their own uniforms and buy their own guns and belts? What? Yeah. What? So they have to pay for these things themselves as part of their job equipment. What? But they get to write that off on their taxes as a deduction if they do that. But in the same aspect, you are required to have a certain uniform, a certain, you know, tool belt, and a certain gun, and this and that. But we're not going to pay for it. You have to pay for it. Well, are you going to give me money for it? No. You have to use that out of your own money. We're still on the right road, correct? We are still on the right road. I went that far talking to you out of our way. At this rate, Mama might beat us home. Yeah, she might. All right. So, now that we've talked about you know, the rules and the laws you don't like. No wonder I'm so hungry. Taxes or not? Do you want another snack? I can probably find another one in a minute. You want to stop somewhere? No, probably good. Hopefully. Um, by fault. I'm sorry. I would stop and buy you something if you want. I'll be good. All right. So there are ways around all of the things that you don't like. There's ways around them. Sometimes there's not real ones that you like. Like, you would need to move to another country to do some of these things, but... Well, here's one. Do you know what TSA is? What? 
TSA, the Transportation Safety Authority. Mm -hmm. All right, so do you remember what 9-11 was? When a blank car crashed into the Twin Towers. Well, there was four planes, five planes. There were two tw planes that went into the Twin Towers. One went into the Pentagon, and one crashed in the feet in a field because the passengers tried to overtake the plane. Why did they try to overtake the plane? Because they, they realized what the hijackers were trying to do, and they said, we're not going to crash and kill all these other people. We're going to try to overtake the plane and see if we can land it, since I think they killed the pilots. So there was a, a, a guy who was on the phone with his wife, or he left a message, and he told, him what, told her what they were going to do. He said, if we're going to die, we're not going to cause anybody else to die. We're going to try and do something about it. So, anyway, it's not, neither here nor there. After this, the government decided to create Homeland Security, which is another government agency. We have hundreds of government agencies that we all have to pay for. Anyway, that they created the Homeland Security created the Transportation Safety Authority, TSA, to prevent people from getting on planes and blowing them up or hijacking them again. So the hijackers used box cutters. So like the little thing that I use to cut open boxes, mm -hmm. that's what they use to take over planes. Seriously. So they killed the pilots, and then these guys were trained, the hijackers, to fly the planes. There's a whole big conspiracy theory on 9-11 and all these kinds of things. We're not going to get into that today. So TSA was created, and like in this, you have to go through all the body scans and x-rays, which are not really healthy. Every time you get on a plane... You have to be patted down by these agents to see if you're carrying any, you know, weapons or anything. You're not allowed to bring shampoos over a certain size on the plane. I mean, there's all these stupid rules and regulations that are supposed to be, quote, for safety. you got to take your shoes off to go through all these because some guy tried to make a shoe bomb and get on a plane. So in the time that... TSA has been in service, which is, I mean, that was 2011, so... What, 9-11 happened when I was born? Yeah. No, it was before then. It's 2001. Okay, you said 9-11, it's September 11th, 2000. I want to say it's 2001. Pretty sure. Anyway, and that started the whole, you know, war in Afghanistan and all this, which is all a big lie. But... So they have these agents that have to scan and pat everybody down and do all these things. You know how many terrorists they found or stopped or arrested anybody? Zero. You know how many of them have been arrested for stealing luggage, for inappropriately touching people, taking inappropriate pictures of people while they were patting them down or searching them? Hundreds of them have been arrested. Felonies, even in some cases, and they're supposed to be there to protect. I hate you. to ask, but what is a felony? So there are different levels of laws that are broken. 
you have misdemeanors, which is technically like traffic tickets, like speeding in some of these, or sometimes shoplifting if it's only a certain amount of month, you know, the value is a certain amount. A felony is a more serious crime and can be assault and battery, assaulting a police officer, um, theft over a certain dollar amount, um, murder, well, murder's more, attempted murder is a felony, robbery, armed robbery, um, breaking and entering, some of those things. We're on the right road. We are on the right road. We're, we're on the road going back to the house. We're on the right path now. And then you have capital crimes, which are punishable by death. Some places, some states don't have death penalty. Some places you're in life without possibility of parole. Um, Life without parole? Yes. So that means you will be in jail for the rest of your natural life. Whereas a capital crime is you will be in jail until all of your appeals run out. So you have, like, an appeal, state appeal, federal appeal, Supreme Court appeal, and then after all of those are, are gone, you go to the death penalty, and they'll execute you. So in all of those appeals to put somebody on death row, it's like... Isn't there war crimes, too? Yes. Those are different. Um, but yes, you are correct. There are war crimes. Um, and you can do be convicted of war crimes and not be in a war and then they have you know a capital crime it costs like I want to say 10 million dollars or more to go through all the appeals process and legal fees that it costs the state that much money for appeals so in some cases it's cheaper for the state to put you in life without parole than it is to try and execute you. Because the government screws everything up, I no longer believe in the capital punishment. Putting somebody to death. Because the government can't seem to manage anything correctly, and I don't trust anything that they do, nor do I think that their laws are uniformly enforced or uniformly represented. So you have more people who are black and poor on death row than anybody else because they can't afford the right lawyers or they are railroaded into different places or they don't have the intelligence. So where they grew up or their education didn't give them the ability to know the law and how to navigate the law or when to ask for help. So they are victims of the system. So I don't trust that capital punishment is a justifiable crime. However, that is not say I don't believe that death is a uh, proper punishment for certain things. If someone came and hurt you to the point of incapacitating you or killed you, oh yeah, I'm going to kill them. That's premeditated, whatever. The same way, you know, someone breaks into the house. This is a, oh, here's a good one you'll like. Like as in like, like, or like as in I will despise it. Uh, 
breaks into your house and you shoot and kill them, you can go to jail. Nothing count if they don't find the body. No, you can still go on to jail if they can prove beyond a reasonable doubt with circumstantial evidence, which means yeah, it could go either way. We also live right by the railroad track, too. The, you don't think the railroad's going to see a body sitting on it? No. Wait for the pigs that I suggest the body and then throw the teeth at the railroad track. More than likely, I don't think that an animal got hit by it. Pigs wouldn't leave much of a body. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Not to mention we're by, uh, Okay, you're too hard to throw the tea bat or ashes if you burn it, but burning leaves too much of a smell and the fat is too hard to burn. Fat actually burns, it's the other part of the body that doesn't. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's premeditated. That means you thought about it ahead of time, which is a capital crime. If convicted. Yes, no body, no crime. It works in a lot of cases. But, I'm just saying, if someone breaks into the house, and they managed to get through the dogs, through the gates, and we, you know, somehow they managed to make it still surviving into the house. We could go to jail for killing them. Or if we don't kill them and we shoot them, we could go to jail for shooting them. They broke into our house. But what if they weren't armed? What if they just had the wrong house? And they thought it was theirs because they were on drugs or they were drunk. Or they were confused. Maybe they are Alzheimer's and they don't know where they're at. You can go to jail because your life isn't in immediate danger. If somebody breaks into your house, you are more than likely in immediate danger. Can you prove that? I wasn't in uh, I know, I know. I'm just saying. But do you see how some of the laws are not in your favor? Here's one got one for you. Oh, I'm going to despise this. I don't know. Yep. So, Walmart, you know the store, uh-huh. is closing all of their stores in Portland, Oregon. Why? Because they are losing so much money to shoplifters and theft, and the police won't enforce the laws because they wanted to defund the police after Black Lives Matter, so they won't fund the police appropriately to enforce the laws. So the police says we're not going to enforce the laws unless it's serious, and shoplifting is not serious. So Walmart's losing so much money, they said, fine, we're closing the stores. We won't be in this town. So now these people who protested and said all these things about, you know, defund the police because of Black Lives Matter. Now Everybody's no lo- life matters, dummies. I agree. If, you're, I, if Black Lives Matter more than yours... You're wrong there. We'll go into that in a minute. So they got what they wanted. So now the stores are all leaving because there's no police to enforce the laws. So they defunded the police. Now they have rapid crime everywhere. Rampant, not rapid. Rampant crime everywhere. So they got what they wanted, but it was the unintended consequences of what they wanted. What they wanted is less police violence and more police oversight. So they just stopped paying for it. And now they got something that they didn't want. So, you reap what you sow. So, back to the Black Lives Matter. So, the whole, do you understand why, what the whole Black Lives Matter was? Mm 
not really. So what it was, was there were multiple instances of usually black people or people of color getting um, shot and killed by police and the police investigated themselves and always found that they were never doing anything wrong. Part of the government, remember? Government overlooks themselves and they're above the law. That's not always the case, but they wanted more, the movement wanted more police accountability or they were just angry about things. So that was also the Black Lives Matter riots where they were burning and looting buildings. But that was okay because the government says they were peaceful protests. Peaceful protest is just saying something, not actually doing something. So these people who had their lives, their, their, you know, their Oh, like the people at Nepal that were standing in the middle of the road holding signs and shouting and knocking on the window. Yep, that was them. Probably if I was now, in the wheel, I probably maybe hit them. Technically, they were in the road, so that would have been their own fault, but we would have been in trouble for hitting a pedestrian. They were the one who ran out in the road when I was driving. You're supposed to make every effort to stop when you see a pedestrian. I did. They still ran out. I ran over there too. They didn't move down. They didn't move out of the way. I, I'm not disagreeing, but you know, you have to look at the consequences of your actions versus what you're going to do. And because the law is more than likely not in your favor 90% of the time, you have to judge that. Yes, they jumped out in front of the car. Yes, they were hitting. Yes, you thought you might have been in danger from this mob that was out there acting erratic. And so in one case, when I lived in California, we had the uh, Rodney King verdict and the L.A. riots. Have you heard about that in any kind of history or anything? Okay. So there was this, this black man, a colored individual, who was driving erratically because he was under the influence of different drugs. The cops pulled him over, and he refused to listen and became combative, meaning he was fighting with them. So they tased him more than once, but because he was on drugs, he did not go down or react the way that he should have when he got tased. So they started beating him with clubs to comply. And it was four white officers with one black guy. Person of color. Sorry. You know, we have to do all this politically correct crap about what it is. When I grew up, it was a black guy. You're not allowed to say that other. Now you have to say it a person of color. Or African American. And even that, people get pissed off. So, I don't know what I'm supposed to use. Every time there's something different that you're supposed to use a different word or a different phrase because somebody finds it offensive. Okay, so they beat this guy like he was in intensive care, multiple like skull fractures, has some possibly brain damage. Granted, there were lots of things that were done incorrectly and on both sides in my opinion. Yes, he got the tar beat out of him. He was also being combative and not responding to the officers. Does that mean you should blindly, you know, obey them? No. 
but if you run the risk of getting shot or killed, you, you probably should. So, the police officers went on trial for what they did. Excessive police brutality and some other things that they were not supposed to do what they did when they pulled them over. The police officers, for the most part, didn't get arrested and were not charged with anything. Is that an oil pump? What? Is that an oil pump? Yes, it's the same oil pump you pointed out the last time we came through here. I didn't remember. Are you listening to my story or should I just shut up? Yes, I was listening to you. Okay, so the verdict came back that they were essentially not guilty of most of the charges and nothing would happen to these cops. Some of them were reinstated back onto the force. All the people who were watching this thought that that was an injustice that these four white officers were beating on this black guy and put him in the coma, and a riot erupted. They were so pissed off that they just went berserk. Now, instead of protesting and, you know, shutting down the streets or protesting in the government building of this, they looted and rioted. So they were breaking windows, stealing stuff, setting fires onto cars, setting fires to buildings. Um, I mean, literally, they were TV cameras everywhere recording people breaking into businesses, stealing diapers and TVs and jewelry because they were unhappy about the verdict. Now, I can understand a protest about the building. I can understand shutting down around the area that happened to protest to say we're not happy with this. But when you start looting and breaking buildings and just complete mob mentality, that goes too far. It's no longer a protest. So there was this other guy who was driving a truck. Um, it was some like big semi truck. I think it was a cement truck or a dump truck. And he got turned around and all this. He's not from the area. And he ended up driving into the middle of it. stopped because all these people were in the road. He didn't know what to do. He didn't want to run him over. But when he stopped, they went into the cab and drug him out. And they threw bricks at him and his skull and killed him. What? I'm pretty sure he's, he, they killed him. He may have just had severe brain damage. But these were people of color attacking a white guy who stopped because he didn't want to run them over because they were unhappy about how somebody treated a black person. You're doing the same that they did. They didn't see it that way. They were mad and they were making a protest. Now, in that instance, he didn't want to harm anybody, but ended up getting either killed or harmed himself because he stopped. So, during the BLM, Riots. I'm not going to call it movement or anything else. They started blocking roadways to protest. And some people were fearful that they would be dragged out of the car, just like that guy. And so they started flooring it and hitting them. Saying that, you know, there is an angry mob on the road, and if I stop, I may be at risk. So they started hitting people, and then they were charged with murder and attempted murder. Because they were scared that something might happen to them. 
Did you guys not have clocks on cars back then? Not a lot of people did. But what the good is that going to do? If they take the camera that's in the car, who's going to see it? That's not broadcasting like the, the cameras at the house or anywhere else to the, the net, the, the, the cloud. So in some areas during the BLM movement riot, um, lawmakers were starting to say, it's okay to hit them if you feel fearful of your life. If they are in a road blocking traffic, then that's on them for standing in the roadway. Now, you can't swerve to hit them if you have a means to get around them, do it. But if they block the entire lane of traffic and stopping, you feared for your life. Some lawmakers said that was justified. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. So the newest one of that saying is fuck around and find out. So they were fucking around on the road and they found out what happened. So I'm giving you a little history lesson because some of this was before your time. And so I had to convey... When I say you just hit them, in some cases that is appropriate, in some cases it's not. And the reason why it was appropriate, because of, I can't remember the guy's name, Reginald Denning maybe, or something like that, was just a truck driver on his way home and got killed for not trying to run over people who were in a riot. Now, here's something else. Koreatown or Chinatown, I want to say it's Koreatown, in L.A. So some of the bigger cities have areas that are predominantly one you know, ethnic group or one community. So like there's Chinatown and, and Koreatown, and you might have a Greek area, you might have a Russian area, and that's where people from other countries like to cook because they have the same grocery stores that they like, and it's the kind of food that they like, and it's the restaurants they like, and it's their culture that they want to be around. Because America is a big hodgepodge of all different ethnicities, different backgrounds, different religions. So they like to get together and that's, you know, they feel safe there. During the LA riots, Koreatown went on, a lot of people, there's lots of photos of this, they went up on their roofs with rifles to protect their community from these riots because the police couldn't do it. And they were shooting people who were rioting. You know what businesses didn't get burnt down? Mm-hmm. The ones where they were shooting at them. Because they defended their property with lethal force during a riot. So, some of these, you know, that goes back to what happened and, you know, who Kyle Rittenhouse is. I don't think so. So, during the Black Lives Matter riots in Kenosha, Wisconsin, they were out there burning buildings, looting, rioting, tearing up businesses, and he was this, at the time, 17-year-old kid, I believe, 17, 16 or 17, he was under 18, and he wasn't from this area, but his friends and family were, and business owners were hiring or asking for people to come help defend their businesses because the police weren't doing it. They were letting them burn these buildings and destroying the towns, and asking for people to come help defend their livelihood. So this guy had a used car lot, or it might have been a new car lot, and Rittenhouse went there to defend it. Now, he was an EMT trained, so he knew medical attention, and he was rendering aid to anybody who needed it. 
So, like, some of the protesters were getting tear gassed and pepper sprayed. He was helping them. He put gloves on and would wash their eyes out. He was offering first aid and water cases to people who needed it. So he was generally trying to help, but he also was armed. And so when people were coming to, they were lighting dumpsters on fires, and they were moving towards the business where he was at, he had that gun, and he says, no, you're not going to do this to this business. Move along. And what happened was they started attacking him as part of this. So they were hitting him with skateboards and throwing rocks at him and throwing bricks at him. So he defended himself by shooting them. One person had a gun and tried to shoot him as well. So he shot three different people in self-defense because he was trying to, one, help this community, and B, they were being, he was being attacked as doing so, defending himself. Well, then he was charged with multiple counts of murder, felonies, and all of this for defending himself. Didn't I watch you guys watching about a trial for this kid? Yep. And when he was found not guilty on all counts, that goes to prove that sometimes justice does work. Now, he shot other white people. Had he shot black people who were rioting, I don't know that that may have been the same outcome. So, when I say I don't believe in the capital crime system, it's all based on different factors. How much money you have, what your skin color is, and it shouldn't be. There's, do you know what the the statue of the woman who's... The Statue of Liberty? No. It's called the Statue of Justice. And she's holding two scales, a, the old scales, you know, like the triple beam balance scale we have. Wait, does she have, like, a... A blindfold on? I think I've seen the statue. It's called the Blind um, Statue of Justice. Because justice is supposed to be blind. Everyone is supposed to be equal under the eyes of the law. But that's not the case. Politicians are above the law. Police are above the law. If you have money, you're above the law. And people who don't have those things or are not famous have to face a different quality of law. So, that goes, I'm kind of going back to my why I don't believe in capital pine and crimes kind of thing. And you totally digressed and went down a rabbit hole. But you now understand some of that, why I think it might be okay in some circumstances and why it's not. So, going back to the whole, somebody can break into your house. In Indy, there was a case where someone was carjacked. So, a guy with a gun came and pulled somebody else out of their vehicle, threatening their life, but then started to drive away in their vehicle. So, his life was no longer in danger, and he shot the guy and killed him while driving away in his vehicle. And he was charged with murder. But he stole his vehicle. But his life was no longer in danger. He was no longer in the vehicle. What if there was a child in the back of that vehicle? Wouldn't the child... Then it could have been in danger. He is endangering that child by shooting into the vehicle. He would have been charged for that. No, my eyes are watering. We're driving. So anyway... He was shot and killed. The, The guy who tried to steal the car... And the guy who shot him was charged with murder because his life was no longer in danger. Even though 
his wife was in danger at the time of stealing it. Now, in my opinion, that car has his driver's license, has his home address, has a means to get into his house with a car, you know, garage door opener, has keys to his house. He could go to that house anytime he wants. I would consider that still a threat. The court system, I don't know, it hasn't gone to court trial yet, but I think he may be out on bail, but he's being charged with murder. So, you know, there's consequences for your actions, so when you think about these things, so I know how you'd like to jump off and shoot him and feed him to the pigs. I I know, you're talking. That's his deterrent, because people are scared what is going to happen to me. Did you know that there are less crime in rural communities, which means the country, versus the city? Yeah, because there's not as many people. That's one reason. There's not as high as population. There's not as high as inflation. And you mean there's not as many... Inflation is the, what your dollar is valued at. So what you're meaning is there's not as much stuff to steal or not as enough worth to go out there. Mm-hmm. Well, if you look at a percentage of the population, so percentage-wise, so that means you're taking out the factor of how many people are in the area. So if there's what so if there's a, a thousand people in Greencastle, and the percentage of burglaries and crimes is three percent, and there's a million people in Indy, then the same three percent, you know, based on population, does that make sense? 3% of a thousand and 3% of a million is still 3%. Mm-hmm. It's a percentage of the population versus the total number. Uh-huh. The percentage of crime in the country is less than the percentage of crime in metro areas, urban areas. So, do you know why? You also think about look at look at animals. When animals are allowed to pigs especially free range and have a big open area versus in a very small area. Do they fight more? Do they have more stink? Do they have more health issues? Yeah. Same ways in a city. Hmm. Also Almost everybody in the country has guns. Oh, true, true. So true. Most of the places in the city, they don't believe in guns. They believe that the police will be there to protect them. Or the, that God will protect them. Don't you go down that rabbit hole. But they believe the police will protect them. Which the police, here's one for you. The police have no legal obligation to protect you or come to your aid when you call them. They don't have to. You call 911 and someone's breaking the house. They don't have to show up. And there's nothing you can do if they don't show up. Feel good about paying for the police force now? No. I'm not ragging on police. They do have a good job. We have a good relationship with our county police and the city. I thought it was the sheriff. The sheriff is the county police, the county sheriff's department. 
The sheriff's department is county, and they have deputies. So they have no legal obligation. So they, but you also have to think, our county is much bigger than a smaller city. So to go from one side of the city to the other is not that big a deal. It's much more compact. So you have more police in a smaller area. We have a bigger area with less police. So if they're patrolling, say, on this road, which is you know the south side of the county, and there's a crime up on the north side, how long is it going to take them to get there? 20, 30 minutes? Probably. Possibly. The average response time in the county, I want to say, is 15 minutes. The average response time in cities is like 7 you know how much can go on in seven minutes? A lot. How much can go on in 15 minutes? A lot more. Yeah. Somebody could come in, shoot you, kill you, and be off and gone. And if you're thinking you're driving 60 miles an hour, you know they could be halfway across to the next county before the police even show up and know what's going on. What's up? You have a job to defend yourself and your property, but in the same aspect, you have to be careful about it because it may come back to bite you. Is it wrong to tase somebody? For fun? No, it's <laughs> a, uh, <laughs> in self-defense. No, because it's not lethal. Unless they have a pacemaker or something, then they die. With a pacemaker? It, it, it's an electronic device that regulates how your heart beats. Do you want a taser? How hard is it to get one of those big heavy-duty tasers? Well, okay. There's, I know there's different types of tasers. There's tasers you can fit in your purse. There's tasers that look like phones or lip glosses. Yes. Well, so, there's tasers that you have to physically touch somebody, and then there's tasers that shoot out darts that go into someone. But they have four attached to them. Huh? Don't they have, they have little wires, and so the, the charge, so the battery, is in your gun piece of it. They send out the electrodes, and it goes through their clothing into their skin, and then sends the electric charge through the wires. You know those things are powered by a 9-volt battery? Could a 9-volt battery knock somebody out? Yep. In a taser, the way it's designed, it has a capacitor, which turns that 9 volts, and it amps it up into, like, a million volts or something. Million volts? I, some of them, I don't know how high they go. They, they go pretty high. So it, but, okay. So your original question was, is it illegal to taste somebody? Depends on the circumstance. If you are feeling threatened by someone, no. If someone physically threatens you, yes. You, can't, you won't get in trouble, but you can use it. If you feel threatened, possibly, depending on the circumstance, um, if you can use it without getting in trouble. If somebody's just standing there and you taser them, that's technically assault, and it could be assault with a deadly weapon depending on their medical condition. So with all these vaccines, people are dropping over left and right from heart issues. So that could potentially be a factor... Oh, there's a house for sale for Candace. Um, huh? There was a house for sale back there with land and a barn. Um, so if you tase someone, you have the potential to kill them, which you would be charged with murder. And if they weren't doing anything, it's definitely assault. Maybe assault with a deadly weapon. 
the same time because maybe the piping and things that are underneath the road are connected. I'm hoping that this road is open. No. They're, they're working on it because this was the road that was closed earlier. This one? Yeah. You hate the paw. Oh, yes. I despise the paw. Why do you hate the paw? First off, all their runners going down our road, even though there's a nature park just up and across the road, which is actually probably more closer to their campus. They put in all these sidewalks and all also bank lines and I think a few different places. Okay, so you don't like them running down the road. What does that have to? What does that bother you? Why do you care that they run down the road? Because first we have to get our animals, our dogs, because they roam off of the road, and sometimes we can't, and so the dogs will chase them, or the professors will start being assholes on their motorcycles or whatever. Now, technically, the law says we're supposed to be in control of our dogs, and they're supposed to be contained. They're farm dogs. Yes. It's now, a country road. I agree. I'm just saying that's what the law says. I agree and that our dogs... That's why we have a death whistle until when I see those motherfuckers again, I'm going to blow that thing until they are out of my line of sight. <sighs> that's not going to stop them. Now, to be it. fair, the kids never were a problem. They used to bark at the dogs and run with the dogs, right? The kids aren't really an issue, I guess. The professor that are absolute Now, you used to, oh, be honest, take violin lessons there at the university. Was that bad? <laughs> you liked that. Now, so, we are governed where we live by county ordinances or county laws. But because we're close to the city, within the two-mile radius, the city wants us to also follow certain city laws. Well, we can't vote for people in the city of office. But we're supposed to be able to be, they're supposed to tell us what we can and can't do even though we don't get to vote for them. Now, guess who is in charge of the city council who gets to make those ordinances? The Paw. They have the majority of people on the city council. So, the reason I was given that we have to go through special circumstances to do anything on the farm of both city and county ordinances is because they just can't you can't just drive from the county or from the country to the city and not have any kind of buffer or gap so they don't want to see farm things or rural life too close to the city the city ends when you cross the railroad track probably pretty sure it does but so they think that we should also follow their rules and pay them. Oh, yeah. There's certain... Um, if we wanted to build a building or do certain things on our property, we have to ask the city's permission and we have to pay them for the permission to build something on our property. So that's taxes that are going to somewhere that we don't get the benefit from. That seems fair, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. 
Betty or coming down our road, so it's always a good thing to look around and see if Betty has escaped or the sheep have escaped. I don't see anybody. Alright. Anything else that pisses you off in the next two minutes that we before we get home? <laughs> Are you done on your soap mountain? For now, until we start the next one. You want to have another one? Because we basically spent most of our time a talking about taxes. And that's just one of the many aspects of your life that make you unhappy? Yeah, or story time, which I did not know about some of the stuff for story time. And now you're educated. Maybe somebody who's younger will also be educated. Maybe they have a different point of view about what happened. And there's Athena do. Alright, I'm the Fat Man Farmer. And I, we, Wild Woman. Until next time.